one guest, 10 songs, 10 reasons. Music was my first love on Radio Glamorgan. My guest today is one of the newest volunteers to Hospital Radio Glamorgan who spent a lot of time training on a small yet perfectly formed show on a Wednesday evening, the midweek mix, and that's Jill Brinkworth. We'll hear from Jill after her first choice, which is a classic hit from 70s pop. You to me are everything from The Real Thing. Jill. I'm good, thanks, Andrew. Good. You're very welcome to Music Was My First Love. Thank you for having me. Uh, tell me all about your first choice, You To Me Are Everything. Well, I, I wouldn't say it's necessarily one of my favourite songs. It's a great, great pop song and an enormous hit from the 70s, as we both know, because we were there. Um, but it's the very first band that I saw live, and there's a bit of a story with that, because they supported David Essex on tour. Where? Do you know the, the Capitol Shopping Centre yes. uh, in Queen Street? Well, that used to be the Capitol yes, Cinema. Yeah. I think the Beatles played there once. Wings definitely played there, because my brother yeah. saw them, yeah. Um, and that is where we saw... And, you know, it was unusual. You know, people, maybe they did come to Cardiff, who didn't hear about it kind of so much. I was, what, um, I'd have been about 15, 16 and of course they they preceded David Essex as you know they were supporting him so they are officially the first band I saw live right. and they sang lots of backing tracks for him as well um, you know on one of because I was a big David Essex fan and the album All of the Fun of the Fair they sang backing tracks on that and it was one of those back in the day you know you'd be like oh yeah the real thing oh well look at that you know they connect and and so yeah it, and it's a great song so I, I thought well it's a, it's a good one to kick off with you know what first got you involved or how did did you first get involved with Radio Glamorgan? I used to walk past uh, for, for various um, reasons, you know, maybe to visit people or I don't know what all sorts of things you come to the hospital for, don't you? Um, and um, I used to see the studio and rarely see people inside the studio. One day, must be two years ago or thereabouts, I was in Cardiff Bay at Morrison's supermarket and there were fundraisers there and I got chatting, said I was interested, didn't know how it all worked and so on and the rest as they say is history. So had you had any itch for broadcasting? For being a DJ? I, uh, yeah, it's something, I, being being that and working in a rec record shop are my aspirations oh. I think, you know, and uh, I'm, I'm fulfilling one anyway, I haven't done the other but you know. My mother tried go. to persuade my dad to buy a record shop many years ago and he didn't. It was the biggest disappointment oh, for his kids, anyway. <laughs> uh, your second choice, Jill, is a 1973 recording of For the Good Times, originally written by Chris Christopherson. So tell me about the Perry Como version. No, it might seem you know, uh, kind of maybe unusual choice. We, we choose songs for all sorts of reasons. They're not necessarily um, favourite songs or anything like that, but if they've got significance and meaning. And this song... We had a turntable, you know, we had a record player back in the day and um, I used to collect songs and singles on vinyl and my mother, she had a handful of songs and I'd buy her some, you know, she loved, you know, The New Seekers and uh, Frank Sinatra, Shirley Bassey, all of them, you know, Billy Swans, I Can Help. Uh. And she would say to me, I can hear the longing in her voice now, I'll play my songs. So, you know, the, the, the record player, you know, you could take eight on the arm and um, so I'd I'd get her records up, you know, very grudgingly and begrudgingly, I'd hmm. have to say, right? And one of them is For the Good Times by Perry Como. And do you know what? I, I hear the song and I get a lump in my throat 
And it is such a beautiful, beautiful song. I don't know that I appreciated it at the time in my teens, but I absolutely love it. And, of course, it thinks of my mum. It reminds me of my mum, and I think back to those days, and um, it's just a pleasure to hear it. Lay your head upon my pillow Hold your warm and tender body you always had a love for music. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Big singles collector. Yeah. The albums, too, but I was really into the 45s, rushing into town on a, on a Saturday afternoon to go to a shop called Baxendales, where when a song fell out of the chart, just be one number out of top 30, they'd go down to half price. <laughs> so it would just be great, you know. So I loved it, yeah, absolutely loved it. So, yeah, I've always loved music. And you always. had music, as you mentioned, you had music at home. Oh, yes, yeah. I think it was a, a Ferguson a Ferguson record player, Mono, that we had. My sister and I shared that. And, uh, yes, you know, the, the uh, box shape kind of and just, you know. I remember one song, The Leader of the Pack, and the sound was so poor on it that you couldn't actually hear the chorus where they would sing, you know, tell me about it, you know, all those things <laughs> yeah. because of the mono. So when stereo, when I had a, a stereo, it was like, wow, this is just great, you know, to hear, hear it coming from all sides, you know. Yeah, music is just the best, isn't it? Your third choice is from the original soundtrack of The Lion King, written by Elton John and Tim Rice, Hakuna Matata. Tell us about that one. Well, this song reminds me of my children. We love this film. We love the soundtrack. When this was out in 1995, we used to play it in the car, the whole soundtrack, collecting my daughter from school and doing a car run with other friends and so on, other children and my son. And this was always being played, the whole soundtrack. You know, it's, it's fantastic music, and um, it just takes me back to my children being small and the fun we had. So, yeah, it's a great, upbeat song. Hakuna Matata. What a wonderful phrase. Hakuna Matata. Ain't no person craze. It means no worries for the rest of your day. Joe Brigworth's third choice on this edition of music was my first love, Hakuna Matata from The Lion King. You're a big fan of live gigs, aren't you? I am indeed. Who did you see last at the time of recording? Oh, Crumbs. Oh, you couldn't make this up. I believe it was Elton John. That's oh, yes. Uh, you couldn't make this up, no. could you? Yeah, yeah, Elton John. Did he do that song? Uh, no, but but what they had, I saw him at Cardiff City Stadium, I'm pointing, and the, the, the listener can't see me pointing in the direction, which is probably not in the direction of Leckwith even. He had, the, 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 the stage was framed with the, the milestones of his life. Right. So his, you know, Captain Fantastic, it, it, it was... Um, Sort of uh, not brightly coloured. It was like like we said, like wooden kind of look, painted, and you had the Lion King on there, Billy Elliot. Everything significant to Elton John was all around the this frame. Yeah, it was all there. Oh. And then, of course, at the back, the, the photo at the back was the Yellow Brick Road because, of yeah. course, the tour is uh, farewell. Yeah, yeah, Brick Road Road, yeah, yeah. So, um, but no, he didn't uh, actually sing that, as I recall. Anyway, your fourth choice on the edition of music was my first love is from a 
brilliant and incredibly talented British singer-songwriter Joan Armatrading. Tell us about the track you've chosen. I'm a big, Which is a masterpiece. It really. is. I'm a big Joan Elmer Trading fan. A friend and I, Hilary, we've been friends for more than 40 years. We affectionately call Joan Elmer Trading Joni. That's how much we, um, we love her and we've seen her many times. This song, I think it's about independence. It's about not wanting to be alone or on your own, uh, not being frightened to be. And, you know, in this world now of social media where everybody, you know, it's instant you've got to be there with with likes with people you know having that company in your in your mobile phone in your mm. pocket and so on this song i think you know st- it stands the test of time the song anyway it's a strong strong song and i think it's imagine now it's a different world we're in and this this is all about being alone not being not because you love yourself and you you're being narcissistic but you just want to spend time by yourself and you know I think Joni is the uh, ultimate independent woman and she is fantastic. So um, not necessarily my favourite, but I love it. Classic and a genius bit of songwriting for your next choice. Mm. Janice Ian's at 17. Oh, what a song. I mean, I think I wore this album to death between the lines. Fantastic. Do you know what? My, my, my tenor, spoiler here now, spoiler, just uh, includes just two women and I got them back to back. And this song is, um, it's about teenage angst and being lonely whereas the previous track was about you know wanting to be alone i think it's a very poignant song that a lot of people would probably be able to relate to at some point in their in their early years shall we say and i just think the the lyrics are heartbreaking and it is just a fantastic song i i I love it i love this album and i think she's a great singer the valentine's i never knew the Was spent on one more beautiful At 17 I learned the truth I was dancing when I was eight I was dancing when I was eight It featured in the Billy Elliot soundtrack I was hypnotised when I saw that being played in the Billy Elliot film. As I recall, you saw the stylus going onto the track and he was in his bedroom, Jamie Bell as Billy Elliot, dancing. And, you know, Mark Boland, T-Rex, glam rock, not a glam rock song, preceded that. I think it may have been on the Tyrannosaurus Rex album, I'm not sure, which my sister has and I was never kind of into. But I had a lot of uh, T-Rex singles um, during the, the glam rock, you know, metal. Guru and uh, all of them. I think my favourite track is. Oh, um, oh, I I don't mind listening to it again. Actually, yeah, I think Children of the Revolution is probably my favourite T-Rex song. But that is such a beautiful, beautiful song. The lyrics and it's a favourite of my daughter and I, Billy Elliot. It's just um, hypnotic. It's a great soundtrack uh, which features a lot of T-Rex songs, and I just think it's just a fantastic song. We're recording this show early 2020, early January 2020, and you've spent about five months with the Midweek Mix, and in March, hopefully, you'll be starting your own Saturday afternoon show. Excited? I am very excited. I can't wait. Any ideas, and I'm not putting you on the spot, I promise you, but But any ideas at the moment as to what you want to bring to the show? 
well, um, we we all hope that the listener will um, enjoy what we're playing. Uh, we try and be a bit different. It's hard to be original these days, isn't it, when mm. there's so much out there? Yeah. But, you know, you can put your own spin on things. Haha, <laughs> spin record, see what I did there? Um, thank you. Um, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm thinking of a few things, features and things that I'd like to maybe people listening out there to think, oh, right, that's a regular thing. I'd like to let, I wonder what it will be this week, you know. But something um, gentle for a Saturday afternoon. Yes, it won't be uh, raucous and, and loud. It'll, it'll just be, hopefully it'll be nice and, um, but not bland. Are you a reggae fan? I, I am indeed, yes. And I a am. Bob Marley fan. I am a Bob Marley fan. I was fortunate enough to see him oh, in 1980. Really? I haven't shared that with you before, have I? Yeah. And I still have the ticket. I was telling you um, when we were off air about that I've got a lot of tickets from concerts, not as many as I wish I'd kept, but more than other people have kept. And I have that ticket. I saw him in the Crystal Palace Bowl in London in 1980. It was an open-air concert. Paul Young was on before him. The average white band, who were just fantastic, yeah. as I recall. Yeah, it was a beautiful summer's day in June. And that isn't my memory playing tricks. It really it really was. We drove from Cardiff, four of us, and uh, furthest I'd ever driven, I think, you know, in my little clapped-out mini. Very much a cliche, all of this, isn't it? But yes, and uh, Joe Jackson was on just before. What a line. Yeah, it was, it was fabulous. Joe yeah, Jackson, you know, it was like Paul, a mini festival, you know. Joe Jackson, Paul Young and Bob Marley. And, av- and the average white band, yeah. Band but Bob Marley with the head and yeah. the Wailers were the headliners. I recall Joe Jackson getting very angry. There was a small lake there, and I don't know. People were going into the lake. He just got angry, as I recall. But I was a big Joe Jackson fan too. So it was it was a great great day, I have to say. No. What have you enjoyed so far about your time with RG? Oh, um, being in this studio and, you know, having access to so much music, meeting new people, yeah. you and Susie, it's just great learning, learning something new and hopefully, you know, being able to give pleasure as well, you know, to people listening, even if they only snatch five minutes here and yeah. there. Yeah, it's a real experience, I have to say, you know, it's rewarding, it's, um, it's special. It's yeah. a good way of describing it. Mm. Your eighth choice, Jill, on this edition of music was my first love. It's one from one of the great finds of the last few years, Rag and Bone Man and Giant. Yes. Well, do you know, I, I, I was chopping and changing with the tracks that I um, had. As I said earlier, it's not necessarily the favourites because, you know, I think they'd probably change for a lot of people um, every day. This song, I'm not a, an Uber fan, but this song, when I heard it for the first time, I was like, Oh, my goodness gracious me. And you get a lot of the song as well. It's quite a long Mm. song, I think. It feels like it is, and that's a good thing when you like a song. You want it to just go on and on. You're disappointed if it's a a three-minute track. But this song, I just think is... I just think it's fabulous and I love the trumpet in it which reminds me of my son because he played trumpet at school for many years got to a good level and you know we listened to the practicing of the trumpet and go into those concerts at schools and county bands and so on so whenever I hear a trumpet actually um, anywhere I think of my son in those days you know and I just think this song is just superb it's the most modern track I think that I've chosen uh, I think yeah. it is, yeah, and uh, I just think it's a fab song, and it just made the cut. Giant, giant. We'll be 
fancy a career in broadcasting? <laughs> yeah, you? why not? Yeah. <laughs> you never know who might be listening at any time. You never, ever know. Interesting penultimate choice. Jill, tell us about Everybody's Free to Wear Sunscreen. I just love this song. I mean, it's a life hack song, isn't it? You know, you can... A what song? Life hacks, you know. That, that's the latest uh, uh, word now, isn't it? You know, okay. life hacks, tips on how to do things. Oh, and right, okay. I think it, it gives you a lot of good advice. A bit like kissing with confidence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't have to take it. You know, things like floss, be kind to your knees and forget about insults and um, look after your hair. Otherwise, I think the line is when, when you're 40, it'll look 85 or something. <laughs> there are lots of... There's humour in there. I think I think there's a lot of truth in it too. I think you could, you know, you could live your life by this song, really, if you uh, if you wanted to take it seriously enough. And the delivery by Baz Luhrmann, I think, is is just fantastic. And of course, as we know, everybody should wear sunscreen. Of anyway. course, yeah. Don't worry about the future, or worry, but know that worrying is as effective as trying to solve an algebra equation by chewing bubbles. Now, Jill Brinkworth, you are as regular midweek. Mix <laughs> listeners will know. A big fan of both Coldplay and George Michael. And for your tenth and final choice, you have George and Chris put together on a very clever recording of A Different Corner. Yes, um, <laughs> I do always play a Coldplay and a George Michael uh, song uh, when I get the opportunity to go, to go into the hot chair, which you've been very generous to me with my training, and I thank you for that. So it's hard, isn't it, to choose your favourite track, I think. I, I think it is anyway for any anybody, that you know, a band or a singer you like. This is my favourite George Michael song, and I remember when he passed, just a few weeks later, it was the Brits... Chris Martin did a tribute to him and he sang this with a screen and then they duetted and it was so emotional and um, I wouldn't say, I'm being totally honest, I wouldn't say that Chris Martin sounds at his best, he sounds a bit wobbly, maybe he was emotional but he's a professional, but that doesn't matter, I was I was cunning in getting both of them in, you know I couldn't have 11 songs, you, no. were, you just weren't generous enough to mm, me for that, no. so I thought well this is the best way to do it rather than to do the original studio recording from George. So, um, yeah, George Michael, is, I was fortunate enough to see him twice, once in Cardiff at Front Row, uh, his Symphonia tour. It was, um, it was fantastic, and um, I can't believe I was looking at the ticket just this morning before coming here, and that was in 2011. So, I mean, crumbs, that, 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 the time has flown. I when didn't was... think it was that long ago that I saw him when was the uh, other live. Time? That was in 2005 for his 25 live tour that I saw him in Birmingham, and that was fantastic. So you yeah. didn't see the cover to cover tour? I didn't. No, no, no. Yeah, I did not know. But, um, you know, I'm, it, it's great to have seen some people that, you know, especially when, when they pass, that's it, isn't it? Mm. You, know, you know, you're not going to get a chance again. I feel privileged that I have seen him because he is such a talent still. His music is just superb, and he will be featuring every week on my show that's for sure well talking of which march 2020 you become the host of your own radio show the host of your own radio show sounds good yeah it sounds brilliant and you've been getting a lot out of your time so far with Radio Camorgan. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a fantastic institution, and it is an institution established in 1967. I sound ve- very well rehearsed there, but uh, well versed even. But uh, I can see it behind you on, <laughs> on a big sign. I knew it was a long time, but I couldn't quite recall when. And you know, it deserves to be an award-winning station because the committed volunteers here are, are wonderful. And I look forward to getting to know people much, much more as well in the future. Thanks for coming in, Joe.
Thank you, Andrew, for having me. I'd say love's a magical flame I'd say love would keep us from pain Had I been there Had I been there You've been listening to Music Was My First Love on Radio Glamorgan where volunteer Jill Brinkworth has been choosing ten of her favourite tracks. I'm Andrew Wolfe and join me again soon when another Radio Glamorgan volunteer chooses their favourite tracks on another edition of Music Was My First Love. Music of the future